Buying a property in your own name is the worst way to do it. You don't want to no, do that never. for multiple reasons. Um, if you own an asset in your own name, if you own your house in your name and you own your car in your name, um, the car is in your name, you're responsible. If your house is, is, for example, paid for, the person could sue you and you could lose your house. Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your J-O-B with passive cash flow for life. Hey, Marco here. I really wanted to share with you our earlier podcasts that we created. Now, our mics were not the best, but the content was really strong, and I know you will learn a lot. We had an absolute blast recording this, and I know you're absolutely going to love it as much as we loved recording it. This extremely content-rich information will not only give you the edge in your real estate investing business, but in everyday life. Enjoy. Hey guys, on this episode, we're going to discuss the three things that will absolutely destroy you, kill you, and really fuck you. The only word in the English language that can really describe what can happen uh, if you do do not do or do one of these things? Anyway, these are the three things that will completely fuck you if you aren't careful. That's kind of... In, in real estate. Yes, in real estate. <laughs> yes. And specifically... Not in, in life, life in general. There's more than three things. Yes. yes. But in real estate, if you, if you screw one of these three up, then you're kind of fucked. So uh, number one is buying it incorrectly. Uh, so... Um, Most dangerous one. Absolutely, and it's one that I think most get into is they don't buy below wholesale. You, again, you want to go where Costco shops. Uh, if you want to open up your own Costco, which I would absolutely love, um, if I could, I would. <coughs> I would basically invest every penny I've ever made and continue to make into a Costco if I could. Uh, it's it's kind of creepy how much I enjoy Costco, but um, Costco shops uh, at below wholesale prices, allowing uh, its its members to get great deals on on products. So and of quality products specifically. So. Um, you want to do the same thing with real estate. You don't want to necessarily buy retail. You want to buy below retail. In fact, you don't even want to buy wholesale. You want to buy below wholesale. And the only way to buy below wholesale is by negotiating and learning how to negotiate. Uh, I know most people think negotiation is uh, maybe even a, a dirty word. I yep. thought that for a very long time. The devil. Uh, unethical. Um, it was taking advantage of people. Um, but truthfully, uh, you everything that you have has been through a negotiation. Um, you didn't, everything that you own, the car that you drive, even the person that you wake up next to uh, was through some sort of communication and negotiation. And all negotiation is communication with a goal in mind. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. So <clears throat> we all negotiate on a daily basis and learning how to be a more effective negotiator is something that you really should learn how to do, how to get better deals on property specifically. It's one of the last things that you can actually negotiate on. Um, I can't go negotiate. Um, if I want to buy Bitcoin for half price, I can't do that. Uh, if I want to buy stock at half price, I can't do that. Um, in fact, there are very few, even the car business now, they're like, we offer our lowest possible price, no haggle price. Um, okay, whatever. Um, there, there are very few things that you can still negotiate with in this world. And real estate is definitely the one of the last bastions of having fun in that environment uh, to get great deals on some great property. Um, the property that I was that I'm living in right now, I got at pretty much half price from an extremely motivated seller that wanted full price. I made him a very low offer. He told me to go screw myself, like literally, go screw yourself is exactly what he said. 
Um, and I kept following up. He kept following up with me. Uh, and eventually he got to a point where he just wanted out and we came to terms. And um, buying things right is the secret to, um, to having a long career in the real estate business. Now, the question is why? Why is it so important to buy things uh, the best possible price? Well, one is the economy can shift. And uh, it like, will shift. It's inevitable. And if you need to dump it, get rid of it, sell it for whatever reason, or refinance it, you can always pull money out or sell it and, and get out of it. Um, if you owe more than it's worth, uh, or if, it's, if you bought it wrong, uh, you're going to lose money on it. Uh, and you're, if you're buying it with debt specifically, uh, if your debt level is too high, you can't pay your bills because you're paying your mortgage. And any small shifts in, uh, in the economy or your... your um, you know, your occupancy dips down too low or you need to make very specific decisions in order to save the property and your bills are too high, guess what? You've lost the property. So you're putting yourself at risk by buying it too high. So number one, buy property at the right price, period. Anything to add to that, boys? Well, you know what? It's, it's sometimes that's... <clears throat> Easier said than done um, on, on, on residential, uh, probably a little bit more easier if, if you have the comps. But again, even the comps, uh, like you said, Marco, on, on a previous episode, if you get three different appraisals, you're going to have three different prices on that. It's what the, the market bears, but at least you have some indication on what you're getting it for. For commercial, it, it's, you know, we base the value based on the income that it generates. And, and the caveat there that where people stumble is... Uh, that either A, they don't verify the income and the expenses properly, and that's where they fall short. Mm -hmm. And they're buying it on false pretenses. And when they do so, they quickly realize um, afterwards, like, holy shit, I paid too much for it because it's generating X, and I thought it was generating X. Or they buy, and we mentioned this, they buy on future value. It's buying on speculation, and that's a dangerous thing mm -hmm. that people do. They get emotional. They look at the shiny object, like, oh, my goodness, look what it could be. And I remember you saying a, a, a joke, you know, what if I sold you a, a parcel of land on Mars, which maybe one day, maybe not in our lifetime or a kid's lifetime, that's where they're going to be having, living. And, and maybe it will be valuable. You know, open up a little dome. <laughs> dome. I guess, I'm sorry, Frank, I can't even, <laughs> I'm looking at your wife beater. <laughs> well, I, I, well <laughs> what the hell's going on with Frank? Oh, well, we're watching a lot of video of movies, and you, if you watch movies, uh, well, actually, even like Carlitos Way, things like that, they wear the they wear the tank top, the white. In case you didn't know, Frank and, Frank's Italian. Yeah, yeah. he just wants Francesco, to make everybody. Yes. Francesco. So, Francesco. Uh, Francesco. These are things that'll kill you, is Frank. Yes, 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 yeah, in real yeah. estate. So, well, yeah, well, that's, that's how we go collect. Yes, that's how we go collect but, exactly. But, 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 to get back to this is like, I know this firsthand. I, I, before I got educated properly on the way to buy real estate, I bought four properties at probably above retail, Never mind retail. I wish I had bought a retail. And, and it did hurt, it, it still hurts. It's things just thinking about it. And one of these properties, uh, if, if you don't know this, I'm a, I'm a CPA by, uh, by profession. So I, I can't give back keys to a bank. It's, uh, I can lose my license. I can't go bankrupt. So I had to actually support, you know, these units for a long time from a negative cash flow perspective. But I, I once I tried to sell one, uh, I realized that I, I have to give money uh, to the buyer or to really the bank at this point just to get rid of it. So I, I had to give, once I sold it, I gave $35,000 to the bank so I can sell it to someone else. 
if if I don't know if that adds up in your mind because it never did in mine. Uh, but that's yeah, what I had to do. I well, had to just do like that. I got a mobile home park and got paid forty thousand yeah. dollars to buy it. You had to pay thirty five thousand dollars to get out from underneath. Correct, because it. it was draining you. I don't know what per month. It but. was it, it it was about thirty six thousand dollars a year that it was draining me. So that thirty five thousand that it's I a gave back hit, is a, exactly, and done. to save the future. So exactly. it, it made sense. That was an investment to a certain extent that paid off. Yeah. But, well, but just to say that it hurts, it well, hurts. Like so, it's, it's this is not just something we'll tell you. Like I I actually went through this. So yeah, not buying it right is is a big one. Mm -hmm. uh, let's get to number two, which is bad management. Let's talk about that. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> you're Frank, bringing back you, memories for uh, for Frank. For, you go for, first. You go first on yeah. bad management because uh, I know that you've you, experienced this firsthand as well. You know, we all uh, have. We all have. We all uh, we all have PTSD here. So let's <laughs> let's let's uh, start with Frank's well, PTSD. Let's start with okay. Well, it, it, uh, one of our. Um, um, First mobile home park that that we purchased, um, that was a nightmare because of the management that was in there. They're they're used to uh, operating it one way, and they, they don't look at um, they bring anyone in. So that 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 was the issue. So they bring anyone in, they do everything their way, or they don't do anything. So people get lazy, and and now the, the way I structure my management is a little bit different, but. I'm not in. I'm not in the picture. You're not in the frame. Frank. I'm not in the frame. I'm falling you. off. I'm slowly. Come over I'm slowly here. Slowly moving. Let me just move my chair here. Let me yes. get into the frame. Like Frank, where's I'm looking at the the monitor. Yeah. Yeah. Where the hell's Frank? Oh, we only see half of it. All we see is a gold chain. It's like yeah. it's like Casper, uh, the ghost. But no, with uh, again, yeah, with, is you. with the badge management, and the thing is, you know what I got? When you get management in there, they're basically your 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 connection to the, the whole operation of your business. Uh, of that particular property. So with the mobile home park, when we had it, and we still have the mobile home park, we just mm -hmm. don't have that same manager. But with that, where they start getting lazy and not doing anything, neglecting the tenants, uh, or, or not fixing things that they're going wrong, what's going to happen? It's going to decline. Sales are going to decline. Mm -hmm. And if you're not on top of that or make them accountable, uh, they're going to they're gonna ruin your whole business and you will be losing money every single month. You got some that steal from you. I think, uh, you know, uh, when rents come in, depending what kind of asset class you have, they, they'll take cash. You don't know about it because you're not there. You're at a distance. I'm from Toronto. Uh, I'm not. I'm not in Florida. I'm not in Arkansas where some of my properties are. So it's impossible for me to even know that. Um, again, so you, you having that management in there that's that has bad intentions or um, I, I use or bad work ethic or bad yeah mm -hmm. or maybe or, some of them don't know. That's the thing. Some of them just or they're don't not know. or they're not managed properly. It, like they're not held accountable. So like if if they think if they're take, doing something wrong and you're not telling them that they're doing something wrong, then they're just going to keep that behavior up. So mm -hmm. the, the onus is not just on the management. Um, that's why we recommend right. a professional management company yeah. that's bonded, licensed, and insured. And there are multiple management companies in that area. Uh, we've discussed this on previous episodes. If you haven't um, gone to those, please do. You, you, you should have at least three in the area that are competent and are saying yes to managing that property before you even buy it. Uh, and that way you can... Um, minimize your risk. So if one screws around or steals from you, you can you have two more uh, two more to choose from. If you only go if there are only two in town and you pick one and they go I know there's only one in town and when they're fired they that they know who managed it before and there's nobody else, then they're going to screw you because what are you going to do fire them? Mm -hmm. Then who's going to manage the property? Nobody. And you're never going to get paid. So it's so important to have at least three possible managers that are 
on the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Well, going back, yeah, going back to the park, uh, uh, the first manager we had in there, we're bringing in um, not so nice people. They were bringing in the drug dealers. Yep. And what happens when you do that? Yes, they have the money, they have the cash because they're dealing drugs. But what happens is they have, so you have all these bad apples within the park, which is a community. And they're, 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 they're scaring away the good people you want. Yeah, the families. And what happens when you have all these drug dealers, and, and you know this could be a total different episode, where you have stabbing. Mm-hmm. I had a 76-year-old stab the guy next door in the RV. Like it, it, it's, it's unheard of. Uh, people walking on guns, one shooting himself. Well, hang on, the person yeah. that did the stabbing, yeah. how old was she? She was 76. She was 76, and she stabbed... A seven, the person next door, which is also <laughs> over the seventies, in their seventies, over jealousy. It's like I'm going to get you, <laughs> and he never saw it coming. <laughs> it's no. <this> is- <laughs> Anyway. Well, with that, thank hopefully you for that. That's, that's, oh, that's good. Hopefully, like hopefully that. when I'm... I wonder if she was wearing a wife beater. Uh, she looked like mine. <laughs> but, man, but, but that's what happens. You get these type of people in there, and, and they're stealing shit. And not yeah. only stealing shit from each other, they're stealing shit from your empty units. So they're yeah. going and looting the yeah. place, the, the yeah. units that you have vacant, which is... And then we're, we're trying to rent it out. Like, what happened to that unit? Well, there's no more air conditioning. What happened to the air conditioning? Gone. Uh, what happened to the lights? Uh, the fixtures are gone. They ripped off the floors. Uh, some of these units were trying to capitalize and, and yeah. make them prettier, and we put some laminate floors. They rip out the floors or the carpet, uh, so there. That's the that's the kind anything. of crap. Yeah. So once you get so so that's one issue. So now we have to evict everyone or the majority of the park. Two thirds of the park had to be evicted, right? including the manager. Including the manager, and then you know the managers used to bringing in people that need a place today. When someone needs a place today, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. Right? That means they were driven out of something else or whatever. So unless it's an RV park, that, that's something different. But uh, we, uh, maintenance, like even towards the maintenance, they just neglect everything. You give them petty cash. You think they're spending it on that. You go there and you're like, what the fuck? Where did all that money go? The unit still looks the same, if not worse. Yeah. So it, it's it's a horrible thing that you got to keep uh, on, on track of, especially when you do get, you know, that's why it's important to get someone that, that is reputable, insured, yep. know what they're doing. Well, it helps, and but the onus is really on you as well to, you know, properly manage the manager, right? Or at least take a, know yeah. that they're being watched. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's mind your business, yeah. and it's, it's, it's mind your own business. It's really minding your own business. This is your business, so you have to see what the managers are doing, ask them the right questions. If the revenue is going up or going down from month to month, ask them why, what's going on. Uh, and not on a daily basis, because then you're micromanaging, and I, I've had some of those people in my life mm-hmm. where it's literally, you, then the manager will quit because you're being, they're micromanaging them. They can't do their job. They can't do their job properly. Like, um, there's one of my followers that is literally a micromanager and was giving shit to the management company because they had to fix something, and had they uh, spent uh, another 12 hours on Amazon, they would have been able to save $5 on this object. Mm-hmm. Um, and literally, she was upset <laughs> that they didn't spend the time to try to save five bucks. And and the, it had to be fixed immediately, or the te- it's literally bad news bears. Like, this is a tenant that had to be taken care of now. Uh, and they were pissed off over the $5 versus the fixing of the tenant. Uh, so there's a balance of, okay, that doesn't make any sense. And the, t- the management eventually quit. And sadly, she could not keep a manager for more than 30 days and she ended up losing the property because she could not. And no matter how much I tried to, t- to tell her that she was the problem, she wouldn't listen to that. Mm-hmm. So th- there's a balance between 
letting the management company rule to a point where, you know, let them do what they do best to micromanaging them and scaring them away. Um, yeah. yeah. And those are some of the things that we implemented based on our experiences and our failures with what, with the managers is we put some checks and balances. We, we, we give them the expectations, what we expect. Yep. We do meet with our managers. I'm still engaged with that personally, but mm. whether on, on Skype or a phone call and we make them accountable, we share documents on Google Docs where if there's certain plan of actions or action plans that need to be done, uh, we have we set times together. We want to empower the managers we have. Absolutely. Them. And if you don't empower them, you, you're going to be looking for a replacement. Exactly. They're going to lose them, right? Yeah. And we incorporate a lot of things, not only like a base salary, but we, we incorporate a performance yeah. bonus. Yeah. And, and that's so they don't get lazy. So even if you give them a hefty salary, they'll get lazy. They don't care if it's 20% occupied, 50% or 100%. And having that performance-based uh, uh, bonus in there it, it gives them, you're basically rewarding them for doing a good job, for getting good people in there that are sound, that stay there, and that pay. Yeah. yeah there's, there, and uh, again, uh, there's there's a whole art to this, and I highly recommend if you have property uh, to not manage property yourself. Uh, and I know that maybe you have been burned by management companies. We all have. Yeah. Uh, and management and people, we all have. Um, but just because you had one bad experience with someone doesn't make them all bad. Uh, and I say this. Um, you know, I had a very terrible divorce, uh, and this, I was with a, quite a, you know, not a nice woman, but doesn't mean I'm now going to men, you know, it just because I have a bad experience with one woman doesn't make all women bad. It just makes that one bad. Mm -hmm. So understand that you, you can't paint everyone with that same brush. So, um, not only get educated and ask the right questions, um, but, um, understand that it is, uh, a, uh, a person or a group that's part of your team and you're only as good as your team. You know, if one, you know, a team, you can't win the Super Bowl, uh, you can't win the Stanley Cup, you can't win whatever the soccer, big, the FIFA Cup, Basketball, the, World, soccer, the World Cup, World whatever, the Euro Cup, uh, you know, Champions uh, Cup. you can't win whatever the cup is uh, without a team. They can't do it by yourself, right? You can't win a Super Bowl with one player. So understand that that is what you're trying to build is a team of people. And the measurement is so vital, so critical. Um, and but if you're doing it yourself, that stops you from going to buy a whole bunch of other property. You're limited by the time that you have. If you have a, a, you know, a, a team over here, a team over there, a team over here, you can multiply yourself multiple ways and have a lot more money uh, and time by, by scaling, which is very important. Um, so I highly recommend that you get educated. We, if, you, if you want us to help you with that, love to do that. This is something that we definitely cover in, uh, in some of our, our programs, how to manage a manager adequately so you're, you're not only running as efficiently as possible, but you're keeping an eye and monitoring exactly what's going on. And you can see in advance if things are going in the right or wrong direction. Because you want to be proactive and not reactive whenever something goes wrong. As much as possible. Yeah. So you want to uh, make sure that all those things are in the right spot. And uh, I think we've covered management fairly yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, we're, we have a whole other episode just on finding and questioning the property manager. So uh, make sure you've, uh, you tune in on that. Um, and lastly is asset protection. <sighs> Favorite topic. Yes, is protecting your assets properly. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's a lot of misnomers and a lot of opinions and a lot of uh, misinformation on, on asset protection. You ask three people, uh, three lawyers on asset protection, they're gonna give you three different things, three different answers. Um, and obviously we believe we're right, but you know, if you ask someone else, they're gonna believe that they're right. But uh, you can research everything that we're saying 
uh, and find out for yourself. Now, buying a property in your own name is the worst way to do it. Yeah. So you don't want to do no, that never. for multiple reasons. Um, if you own an asset in your own name, if you own your house in your name, and you own your car in your name, uh, and you give your 16-year-old daughter or son the keys to the car, and they go and kill someone, sadly, or hurt someone, hopefully that never happens, um, the car's in your name, you're responsible. If your house is, is, for example, paid for, the person could sue you and you could lose your house. They could lose, they, they could take everything that you have uh, and sue you personally. So you are, your ass is in the air, uh, ready to get fucked. Yeah, 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 you're basically, it's terrible. And no one tells you that you shouldn't have property in your own name. This is not something that's common. 94% of all lawsuits in the world are in the United States. Uh, that's a very large number. 94% of all lawsuits on the planet are in the United States simply because there's a no loser pay rule. Uh, for example, in Canada, if I were to sue Frank and I lose, I have to pay his attorney fees yeah. and my own. Uh, that doesn't exist in the U.S. Um, and that makes lawyers able to take cases on contingency, which yeah. means that if I think I, if he has assets that I can win, uh, I'm going to create a huge lawsuit against Frank. Uh, because he has assets that I can see because it's public information in the United States where I can see what someone has. In fact, I can look to see if my uh, someone in a rich area, I could go to a rich area, let's say in Beverly Hills, I could look for a property in Beverly Hills that's under someone's name, uh, see that they have a car in their name, wait in the bushes, jump in front of the bushes as they're backing out, and eventually own their house. Uh, it's terrible, but that actually can happen. So, and there's professionals that do that. Because oh, yeah. Well, in Canada, we have the, the Privacy Act. Yeah. In the States, you have the Freedom to Information Act, which is... Isn't there a website for that? Like, who can I sue? Yeah, there, there, there yeah. is. And what, yeah. and what it is, is your life is exposed down here because of the Freedom of Information Act, where people are allowed to, to see what house you have, what mortgages you have, who you have drive, what kind of car you drive, where you live. Mm -hmm. It's actually scary coming from Canada because we have that protection. You, you can't find anything. And that's the thing. Uh, so if you're not listening, if you're listening from outside the U.S., they, this this is a reality. It's very litigious. It's part of the process. It's it's in fact expected that you're going to be sued multiple times. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's it's just a question of when, not a question of if. It, and it, and and you have to protect yourself and your assets. And it's not hard to protect yourself. In fact, I, I would love to get you to a point where if you do get sued, you do a little pee pee dance. You giggle like mm -hmm. you're going to be okay. And I know that might sound outrageous, but it's true. Um, if I get sued, I don't have a problem because none of my assets are in my own name. None of your assets are your name. And anyone that works with me, their assets are not in their own name. So you want to get any assets that are in your personal name, anything that has value out of your name. And um, there are different entities that can allow you to do that. Now, we could have a whole um, episode, in fact, yeah. on asset protection, which I think we're, uh, if we haven't already, we're going to create one, mm -hmm. depending on when you listen to uh, to this uh, to this broadcast. But um, get not buying properties in the right entity is really going to be uh, important. Now, I know you might be thinking, oh, I have an LLC, I'll be fine, right? So an LLC again is is not, it's actually not the solution necessarily. Mm -hmm. Now, as a Canadian. I can't have an LLC because the U.S. government uh, or the LLC is seen as a flow-through entity, which means that I pay personal tax uh, at the end if it flows through to, to me, right, as an LLC member. The Canadian government sees an LLC as a corporation. That's right. So if I have a LLC in the U.S. as a Canadian citizen, I'm going to be taxed personally in the U.S. and a business tax in Canada, and that total will be about 82%. Mm -hmm. It's a double tax. So I'll be pay, I'll pay eighty two percent tax on an LLC. Now, if you're an American listening to this, saying, "Well, I'm I'm fine," 
Well, LLC is fine for your protection as far as you and your uh, security to get sued. It's it's a fairly as long as it's not, as, as long as it's not a single member LLC. A single member LLC is actually considered a partnership now. Uh, there's been some case law against single member LLC. So if you have an LLC with only you as the member, it's actually uh, it, it's like a hospital gown. You only think you're covered, right? Mm. So it's it's actually not <laughs> uh, it's actually not going to be very good. All right. So just understand that. Um, if you're, uh, if you have a, you're right, buddy. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, so there's two, there's there's two, uh, a two, a double member. If there's two members on the LLC, it's much much better. However, if you get, if your entity gets sued, if someone, uh, you know, you have no control over what your tenants are doing. You have a ten unit, and there's a crackhead uh, that's smoking their their crack or their meth, and they get really high, and they accidentally burn down the place, and they injure themselves they can sue you even though mm -hmm. they're responsible and the smoke and the, they had the the a few hours before taken the battery out of the smoke alarm and try to put it in the remote control even though you just checked the smoke detector yesterday mm -hmm. the fact that the alarm didn't go off is still your fault as the owner right as 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 ownership so they could technically end up owning and suing the llc um and owning the property so it protects the ownership but it doesn't protect the actual asset so there are actual uh, entities that you can set up that, that are sue-proof, where it's impossible to sue. In fact, uh, again, I'm not going to get into that uh, today, mm -hmm. but um, one of the big things that we create when we're buying as many entities as possible are entities that are sue-proof. There are entities that you can't even sue. And again, uh, I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag, no. but uh, we all know what they are. And it's used by the ultra-rich. <clears throat> and you're probably not going to uh, hear that from most attorneys on how to actually protect your assets mm -hmm. properly. You want to do things the right way. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, you know, I was shocked when I came down here because you, it, it's a trillion, over a trillion dollar business in, in the U.S., the, the whole suing oh, yeah, personal yeah. injury. And when you start seeing billboards, you literally see billboards on, on, on the interstates you know, lawyers. Uh, someone got me, you know, $2 million. Someone got me 500 And it's that same mentality that goes around. Like I had one of my tenants at, again, at the mobile home park on top of the roof. And the property manager says, get off the roof. He goes, oh, it's okay. You're going to you know, get off the roof. You're going to fall and get hurt. Oh, it's okay. I'll be set for life if I do. And that's the mentality. Yes, that's so my manager phoned me and tell him, please, don't let him think that way. If he does get hurt, he's going to get nothing. Yes. And I know that because how we protect, protect. Yeah. Exactly. he's going to get nothing other than he's going to be injured or die. And we don't want that. We don't want he's that. He's going to have to clean up his corpus and, and move it off. And uh, and you're well dressed for it. Yes, so well dressed for it. Just, <laughs> yeah. uh, just but, came back from there. Yes. But that's the mentality. <laughs> <laughs> we, there's, there's a shovel lime and a couple bags. That's why he's wearing a hat. Too, just too, outside too. the shop. <laughs> oh my goodness. But uh, but that's the mentality that's out there. And if uh, yeah, if you don't protect your assets by having those, that structure with yeah, those entities, yeah, yeah. Uh, you could be building. You could be doing the right things, building your your portfolio and. To have one no knucklehead yeah. to, to take it all down, to the whole empire down, which and, is be terrible. And super important, get all that structure done before you start buying assets. Or or while you're buying your first one. So right. Let me let me just yes, if you, if you can do it if you can structure before you start, that's great. But if you are like I was, uh, I needed to make my first deal first, so I had money to be able to do something. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want you to think, well, if I don't have my shit structured, I'm not going to start, then you'll never start. So if you can protect your assets uh, before you start, then please do that. 
If you don't have the money to set things up properly beforehand, then do your first deal, do it in your own name if you have to, and then fix it afterwards. Mm -hmm. You're still going to be in chain of title and there's still a risk, but the risk is a lot. At least you've done it and you've then are protected in moving forward. Yeah. So, good. yeah. So, um, I agree. Do it as soon as possible. And if that's doing a couple deals first, so you have some, 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 uh, maybe some, some wholesale deals would be great. Or, or, or you know, how, how yes. Even, yeah. even if you own the properties in your own name, which I've done um, terribly, you know, I, I shouldn't have, but I did because I didn't know any better. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I learned, then I was able to fix it. And what I'm saying is don't do 16 deals uh, and then you know, the trigger comes, I got to structure myself correctly. Because when you get slapped with a lawsuit, it's too late. Well, there's point. that, but it's also, even if nothing happens and you just want to change to a, a correct structure, it's so much more expensive and time consuming to fix something yes. than to create something and build it. Agree. Yeah. And remember, mm -hmm. a buying is offense and protecting your assets is defense. Yeah. Defense uh, always wins championships. So, well, in, in sports, can you win a game without defense? You can't. Impossible. You know? And you, you know, you can't win a game without offense either. So understand that it's 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 part you of together. It's it's part of this. It's the he, you know heads and tails of the same coin. Mm -hmm. So you you have to structure. Now understand that some structures also um, are better for tax reasons. So the structuring that we have is not just good from a from a um, asset protection standpoint, but also from a tax structure standpoint as well. And it's not, do I use this entity or that entity or this entity? We actually use three or four different kinds of entities where one collects the money, one pays rent to the other, one is a management company, uh, one transfers the money to the other. So there's, there's structures because like corporations have the highest tax benefit, um, but um, you know, a trust is a smokescreen mm -hmm. and then one is suproof. So you, you know, you have different things that will do different things and how they work together. Each entity has its own purpose. Yes. And they in, work together in a, in a, in, a, in harmony. harmony, in a dance uh, on the, they're, they're part of the chess pieces on the board, allowing you to win the game. Yes. Yeah. No, well put. And, and, and that goes with the different asset classes, right? You have one that's doing the operational, one's doing the management, one that's collecting. So it's, it's, it's all these entities that form one big, uh, I guess umbrella, if you want to call it, to, uh, to, to be to, to be superproof, literally yeah. so, superproof and tax efficient at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you are making a million dollars a month, you don't want that flowing through to you personally because you're paying taxes at the highest possible level. Mm. So you want to be able to choose how much tax you pay. Now, the beauty of having real estate is if you structure it right, you have something called uh, you know depreciation, which is thirty six thousand dollars or so per million of property purchased. Um, so you want as many millions of dollars in real estate, so you have you pay the least amount of taxes, yeah. um, and you know that's where that's where we're ultimately want you to do. So to recap, the three things that will fuck you if you don't do things properly is one, not buying it right. If you buy it wrong, there's a shift, uh, or you owe too much, you're going to lose the property, and you're going to be in a position where you're not going to make any money. Or if you're overpaying, you can never get rid of it. Yep. It'd be like herpes. It just Keep coming back and you hate it. The gift right? that keeps on giving. The gift that keeps on. I don't know about it, but maybe mm. you do. No. Nope. One nope. in three have it. I know I don't. So uh, it's one in three. All right. So number two <laughs> is bad management. Um, bad management will also destroy your property. If you're, they're not collecting, they're, they get shitty tenants in there. They just destroy the place. Um, it can really destroy the property very quickly. Uh, your morale, your ability to mm. get into the business. Uh, it'll make the business miserable and you don't want that. No. Uh, avoiding lawsuits by tenants that by taking the property, thinking that they have this sense of uh, this entitlement that 
your ownership is, you know, no tenant wants to pay rent because they believe that you're a wealthy person and that, you know, they deserve not to pay rent and they deserve a lawsuit. It's way easier to go after somebody else's shit than work for your own shit. Mm -hmm. And um, that is a lot of people's mentality. That's the Jerry Springer mentality. And in a lot of properties, that's how it is. Yeah. So you want to protect yourself from those those three mm-hmm. uh, those three things. So um, we're going to deep dive into uh, most of those on different episodes, and uh, I look forward to um, to seeing your results in that um, and making sure that you, if you do have existing real estate, um, identify and see if you've actually made any of those mistakes. And if you want help cleaning any of those things up, please email me, marco at marcokozlowski.com. I'd love to help you in any of those three areas. Um, Did you buy property right? How can you do it better in the future? Um, Are you, do you have the right uh, um, conversations with your existing management team? Could you do better? Are you optimizing it? Are you, are your assets protected? Um, We do all three of those things and we do them on a daily basis. I look forward to helping you with those as well. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. And I like your 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 outfit there, Mr. Thank, 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 nice. Thank you. Very nice. Very nice. I like. <laughs> Cha ciao. If you like this episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating. Also, as a thank you for tuning in today, we've got a special free gift. The journey to passive cash flow for a life starts by finding deals, and it's easier than you think. Simply go to getdealsbytuesday.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you a free quick start course called Deals by Tuesday. Even if it's 11 p.m. Monday night, this course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. Go to getdealsbytuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode.